Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Pablo, um, I'm curious how this week played out when you found out something might be up and, and how this all evolved for you. Yeah, I found out a couple days ago. Um, it all came as a huge surprise. Um, obviously not something I anticipated at all. But, um, you know, it's it's crazy. It's almost a good thing that, uh, you know, that, that we have a game. Recording so in progress. There's, there's not a lot to reflect on. It's, it's more about the present, um, you know, rallying the guys and, and making sure that we have the, uh, the right mindset to uh, prepare and, and, and try to get a result here in Vancouver. Tom Hackett, next question. Pablo, I'm curious, um, what, what changes tactically um, from a formation front or, or anything in-game are you looking to implement, uh, if at all? Yeah, you know, I, listen, I've been, we've been working with, uh, as a staff for the, you know, the past nine months and, um, you know, everything that, uh, that, that has happened prior to, we, we, we've done collectively. So, um, you know, we, we've, we've, we've played a certain way. And uh, I think with every passing game, we've tried to improve in the areas where we feel we're deficient. Um, and we continue to, to try to exploit teams in a way that we feel that, uh, you know, that, that we have advantages against them. So, again, it's, it's, it's at, at, at this point, you know, finding out a couple of days ago and, and now preparing for Vancouver, um, it's really about mindset more than anything else. And then uh, and, and making sure that we're prepared mentally, physically, and obviously tactically, we've, like I said, we've been playing a certain way. Um, and, and getting better in, in little moments that uh, I think could uh, hopefully uh, continue to put us in the right trajectory to, to be the type of team that we can be. Next question to Alex Fahar. Pablo, in your experience, <clears throat> how does a coaching change um, affect, um, affect the team? And how are you, I guess, for the rest of the season – going to try to make it as positive of a transition as possible, considering, you know, like you've been saying, it's, it was kind of like a shock and, and it's mid-season and, and that usually is not the best time for a coaching change to happen. Yeah, I think, they're, they're, I th- I think every player has a different emotional response to the situation, um, given their relationship with, with the coach and the coaching staff. Um, however, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, – one of the reasons I came to, to Salt Lake was uh, Freddie wanted to uh, create a culture and, and something that could um, stick around longer than, than anyone's tenure. 
and I think he's done a fantastic job of that. And we as a staff have, have really um, worked day and night to, to create an environment where the players want to come in and, and work really hard. They want to get better. Um, and, and so I think, you know, it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, a difficult moment. Um, I think, however, we have players in, in this locker room that uh, we have good leadership in Albert, Demir, some of the older players, Bobby, you know, Rubio, and, and, and we can go on. Silva, guys that understand how professional sports work. Um, and so it's, it's about having a short memory in this business, whether it's a result that doesn't go your way or a result that goes your way, you've got to quickly prepare for the next game. And so for me, those couple of things, the culture and, and, and having a short memory and really focusing on what's before us, which is the game against Vancouver um, and putting our best foot forward, I think is the most critical critical thing. So the more we can focus on the present, um, at least the past will, will affect us. Tom Hackett, your line's open. Pablo, um, I, I assume the play is much like yourself. We're taken aback by the announcement. Um, how, how, how do you go about trying to, to focus their attention predominantly on the fixtures ahead? Uh, and then, and then I guess, how, how long do you think it'll be until this kind of, isn't at the forefront of their mind. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's 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 a question I don't think that has an answer because I think, like I said, every player is going to have a different emotional reaction to the situation. I, I think the most important thing for, for, for myself and the rest of the staff is to really get these guys pointing in one direction, which is continuing to uh, improve as a group, continuing to get results that puts us in a position um, to, to make the playoffs. And I think the more we talk about it, the more we aim in that direction, um, the, the quicker um, this, the, the, the past uh, can affect us. Again, if we're looking forward and we're talking about where we want to go, um, we don't need to look back. We, we need to keep, keep the eye on, on, again, this weekend, most importantly, is, is finding a way to get a good result here in Vancouver as a group. And then, and then after that, it's, it's really about, you know, it, the same thing that, that we've done all year, which is we learn from the previous game and we apply those things in, in the week of training um, and, 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 and stick together. And one thing about this group um, that I've really enjoyed working with is, is the camaraderie, um, the leadership, the commitment to, uh, to improvement has been fantastic. And so no, nothing really changes. It's, it's really about fine tuning the little areas that uh, we feel we can, that we're deficient in and continue to, we can continue to improve in. Um, but more importantly, the mentality to approach, uh, you know, tomorrow's game. Next question goes to David. So Pablo, Vancouver has played one home game in 17 months, which seems almost impossible, but between Orlando, Portland, and Utah, they had to keep moving around and then they beat LAFC at home. And I'm curious what you saw in that game tactically and how much of it was just energy and emotion and grateful to be home. How different will it be playing them up there after beating them here twice? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a very, a very unique situation for them, obviously. Uh, and obviously living in, in, in Utah alongside us for, for the previous seven months, um, I'm sure it wasn't easy. You know, I think the game against LAFC was, was really interesting. I think LAFC created a lot of opportunities and uh, just weren't able to finish. And, uh, you know, sometimes in, 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 in soccer and sports, it's, it's really about a feeling and about an energy. 
And I think coming back home and, and winning the game late and, and uh, you know, having the fans being, you know, have, have been playing on the on turf field that you're familiar with, uh, I think had a lot to do with, with the results. So I think, again, they're, they're a very good team. Um, we played them twice already and both games have been really tight, tight contests. And so we know that, uh, you know, we're going to have to bring bring our best to, to you know, get a result here against a very good team. All right, we have time for two more questions. Dylan Butler, you're next. Hey, Paolo, I know, I know you said the focus is, is, uh, is on the team and preparing for this match, but what is this like just for you? I mean, you, you talked about coming in and, and the reason for coming in, and, and now all of a sudden you're kind of thrust into the, that lead role you know, like you were uh, before. I mean, what, what is it like for you right now? Um, again, the, the same, the same thing I, I told you that I, I, the, the focus on the players just pointing them in one direction, which is, uh, the game before us. I mean, that's the way I've been handling it as well. Right. I think for me, there's, there's so many variables and there's, there's so many different, uh, factors at play. And, and the only way to really center yourself is to focus on what's before you. And that's the training this afternoon making sure we just tie up some loose ends and really making sure the guys are, are mentally prepared and to, to put out a, gr a great performance tomorrow. And so, you know, these situations are always, are, are never easy. Um, there, there's, there's, there's so many question marks. And, and I think the best way to eradicate those is, is to really focus on what's before you. And, and that's been, um, been the way I've been dealing with it. Last question to Tom. Pablo, um, for, for the for the Real Salt Lake fans out there that that um, maybe weren't into into football back when you were playing for Colorado, what what is your best leadership quality? What what do you pride yourself on as a gaffer? That's a good question. I think being able to relate to to the players. I think having having had a long career, um, in particular in this league. Um, I, I've been a player at all different levels, a guy that came in making peanuts and, and living on an inflatable mattress to a guy that, that, that that's played in a couple all-star games and, and everything in between. And so my ability to relate to the players, um, not only from what they're going through on the field, but, you know, their growth as, as, as young men um, and that whole process and understanding that it is a process and that at times, as the manager, you expect um, to have the final product before you every weekend. Um, you know, my experiences, falling back on my experiences, it allows me to understand that everyone has their own journey and, and to be able to relate to each individual and hopefully maximize their potential by um, putting an arm around them. Um, and, and, and again, just looking at their progress from a positive perspective as opposed to what they don't have and, and, and what they do bring to the team and where they're at and, and uh, again, I just think it's about the, the camaraderie piece. I've been there with you guys. I know what you guys are going through um, and, and really, you know, spin it in a positive way where, um, you know, it took me until I was 25 to really understand the game at, at, at a decent level. Um, and so, you know, I think that's, that's probably my, my, my best quality and hopefully um, empathizing with their plight allows them to feel more comfortable, allows them to uh, express themselves more openly and, uh, Again, I think at the end of the day, we as coaches want players to, to perform from their best selves. And I think that's probably my best quality.